Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of What the Health Just Happened, where we talk about all things healthcare, the good, the bad, the in-between, the ups, the downs, how to spend money effectively, how to save money. We also have business owners, CFOs, CEOs, HR leaders, nonprofits, pretty much anyone who will share their wisdom on healthy business practices, anything that you would consider healthy or unhealthy. Today is no different. I have what I would consider a friend, whether he agrees or not, borderline professional tennis player, husband, father, um, overall just good human being, I think is the best way to describe you. Dave Stieglitz, I call it Oasis, but it's Oasis Senior Advisors. Oasis okay. Senior Advisors. Yep. I don't like bios. I could read off a sheet. We could do a background, but that's part of the conversation. So so Dave Stieglitz, I've known for years. I promise that'll be part of the conversation. But Dave, welcome Tell us about yourself. Let's go. Let's party. Thanks, Eric. Father, <laughs> all-around good guy, and, and a wardrobe I would die for. Oh, man. So and It's too bad this is radio because some of the stuff I've seen Eric wear. We're, we're going there. We're going there already. It's my wardrobes. <laughs> we also have to give a shout-out to our producer, Jay, who always has these polos hanging behind his desk, which are incredible. But mm-hmm. we'll get to that healthy stuff in a minute. So, okay. Dave, a little backstory for me. I just want to share this, this story. I was in... The home health care world, right? I, I did pediatric and, and geriatric. Do you, what do you think? Senior citizen, geriatric, what's the best term for? Seniors. 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 We just, seniors we just is call good. them seniors. Seniors. Again, yeah, yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's That's why it's I'm normal. a senior advisor. You're a senior advisor. Yes. So Oasis Senior, senior Advisors. Advisors. That's yeah. the full yeah. term of the business franchise, yeah. which we'll get to. Yes. So I met Dave... What's crazy to think, I don't know, five, six years ago, I had just transitioned into this home healthcare world, which is predominantly seniors, right? Coming out of the hospital system. I don't know. You don't know that you were the first person I met. First one I had coffee with. I'm trying to learn the landscape. And this gentleman just just welcomed me with open arms, introduced me to some of the, uh, honestly, again, nicest people I've ever met who just service the senior community. So Tell me about your business. Again, we're, we're going to plug your name a lot. One more time. What's it called? <laughs> Oasis Senior Advisor. <laughs> and, and I know what you do, but give a little synopsis of what your company does. And then, of course, well, we'll, we'll get there in a second. Sure, sure. It's a very um, niche, niche, whatever, how you say that, business. Is it um, data or data? It's a potato or potato. Okay. I'm yeah. going niche, very okay. niche. Niche, very niche. So- um, I love our business model because my service is free. I've got nothing to sell, nothing to charge you. All I have is information to share. And the information is all about the maze of senior housing options, specifically assisted living, memory care, independent living, and to an extent, skilled nursing. All very different segments of, of senior housing, but it's such a maze. And it's not like, you know, people prepare for a lot of things. Um, I've never found somebody, rarely find a client who has prepared for this potential in their life. Um, and, and it's not like people wake up and say, woohoo, I'm going to assisted living today. <laughs> Yippee. Jay, what do you think? You want to go to assisted living right now or senior living? Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get there in the, the nice facilities. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, some of these places, I'll tell you. Um, you they've said come it. such a long way. 
nobody says, woohoo, let's go. No. Give no. me an example. What's a, tr- a traditional journey of someone who finds their way to you? The majority of my clients, unfortunately, are thrust into this because of an unforeseen event. Okay, mom's been living at home in this house. She's doing fine. She gets around. She cooks. She cleans, has her friends. But she falls and breaks her hip. She goes to the hospital, you know, gets that fixed, goes to rehab. She's not really going to walk again as well as she did before. And the doctor says, I really don't think you should go home and try to live on your own. And they hand them a sheet, says, here's 60 assisted livings. Go find one. And, you know, where do you begin? You know, or, you know. Mom and dad are getting old and and the adult children, you know, you drive past one every day and you say, okay, when the time comes, that's where they're going. You drive past five every day. drive past five every day. We'll get there in a second, yeah. And you're thinking, yeah, they're all the same. I'll just go to the one that's closest by my house. That can be, and I'm serious, a fatal mistake. These places are all very different. Um, There's different levels of licensing, different levels of care, and unfortunately, different expertise in management and operations. Um, I've had clients that almost died because they were in the wrong place. So I can tell, mainly based off of my interest in, in what's in the healthcare space, yeah. who will be a reoccurring guest. Yes. And I'm telling you right now, you're going to be, it's so early in this conversation, mm-hmm. but I understand I would be almost an expert in the space and I don't get it, right? Yeah. You used a term like a maze. Yes. So you use that example, uh, mom or grandma breaks hip, yeah. which is a traumatic event, probably rides EMS to the hospital, goes to the ER, then gets admitted, then gets surgery, hip replacement, then they come home and they're just not right. That's a traumatic event. Then you come home and try to continue to live your normal life, which is difficult. And then you have adult children, like, again, I'm, I'm 40, I'm kind of that sandwich generation, I want to talk about mm-hmm. that too, where you're, you've got your own kids, you've got your parents or maybe grandparents in that facility. So the maze is one thing that is just, again, I'm I'm confused thinking about it. And then choosing the facility, right? Independent, assisted, skilled nursing, I think we'll talk about that. So that that example you just provided, that, that one patient of 50 different examples, how does someone find you and when should they reach out to you in Oasis? Like, I can answer this for you. I could talk about you all day, Dave. I want you to do all the talking here. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So that, that's two different questions. How do they find us? Um, you know, a lot of, we are in, we go to the hospitals, we work with the case managers at the hospitals, we work with the case managers and social workers at the rehab centers, we work with elder law attorneys, financial planners, churches, estate planners, we just, estate planners. Yep. we try to just put the word out because most people don't know that a service like ours exists. They think that they're on their own and trying to find this on their own or they Google something which Google's mm-hmm. great, but in this instance, Google is not where you want to go because um, you can get captured and scammed pretty bad by call centers all across the country, but that's a whole nother story. Um, so most of the healthcare professionals around town know about us and, and refer to us. Obviously, you can find us directly, uh, oasisjacks.com is a website. Oasisjacks.com is pretty simple. So you can Google us, see reviews, see, see our team and the whole thing like that and learn about our concept. And who, it's hard because I want to answer these because I, I just want to talk about your business because yeah. I'm familiar with it. I'll give you my example. So so I had a friend recently reach out, right? Mm-hmm. This is a close friend of mine. I won't say his name. And he's, I asked him if I could share this story. He knew, he knew that I was in home health. He goes, listen, my, my mother-in-law is going through this situation. It's very compl- compl- um, complicated. We have no idea what direction to go. And I didn't either their situation. I said, do me a favor, call Dave. And I don't know what came out of it, but he called me and said, listen, 
he was so helpful. He was so educational. And, and I don't think anything came of it that they didn't go to a senior facility, but just being available and answering those questions is the world of difference. So, yeah. so thank yeah. you for that for on his behalf and, and other people that sure, I sure. think I've sent you. So we have to do a brief educational session on difference between independent, skilled, assisted. So you have ILF, yep. MC, which is memory yep. care, yep. SNF, which, which is which skilled nursing. Yep. So, so break that down. What are the different ones? Okay. And then, of course, is CCRC. CCRC, yeah. yes. Go ahead. Okay, all these acronyms. Um, yeah, so I was, So the, the first transition from home for many is, is into what we call IL, independent living, where it is, it's independent. It's your own apartment. It's full kitchen, washer, dryer. It feels like any other apartment. But there's the initial level of services. Okay, typically the things that people start to get aggravated with, they're going to provide meals, a couple of meals a day in their restaurant, and they usually have multiple dining options because mom's tired of cooking, okay? <laughs> they're going to provide weekly housekeeping because we're tired of keeping this house clean, okay? They're going to provide transportation. Transportation can be a big thing as we age and we're not comfortable driving at night or maybe we've lost our driver's license and now our world has shrunk, but transportation to any medical appointment eye doctor, dentist, therapy, trans group transportation, we're going to go down to the symphony. We're going to go to a ball game. I mean, how many times do you not go because you don't want to hassle with parking mm. downtown? So they're mm. going to go down and, and do the transportation. And then normal stuff, we're going to take the bus to Publix, we're going to take the bus to Walmart, we're going to take the bus to different things. So transportation, all your maintenance, all your utilities, um, you just bring your own furniture, you set your own apartment up. It's just like living at home, um, except there is an underlying supportive services and then most of these places even though they don't have an official assisted living license they have a couple of home health companies that do rounds so anything I'm gonna, that can i'm going to pause real quick yeah. this is this is starting of this this gamut right this yes. tree branch of all these different things this is yes. independent living this is independent this is the, the early stage you're as, as a senior you're still pretty independent yes right yes and then we'll get to the home health thing in a second so yeah. so as you transition out of that independent living lifestyle you have these home health care companies coming into coming into you know, to, to meet you where you are because because they're rounding in the building many home health companies as you know have a four-hour minimum um, because they're rounding in the building they waive that and if you just need anything that can be pre-scheduled I'm a little wobbly in the shower. I want someone standing by while I'm showering. Mm -hmm. Or I'm starting to forget my meds. Can someone come by and knock on the door and remind me to take my meds? Anything that can be pre-scheduled, they can do through this home health um, service. So you can get pretty robust. Um, you know, and, so, and there's a lot of reasons people move to these. And sometimes their world has shrunk. Their neighborhood has turned over. And there's no one in there anymore that they're friends with. There's a variety mm -hmm. of reasons. And they're seeking you know, activities. They're seeking to live around people with similar interests, similar tastes, similar uh, activities and, and, and mindsets. And then there's a lot to be said for that, that, you know, you can re-engage. You can uh, have a, a very meaningful life uh, around people of, of your own age group and, and your own interest set. So there's the easiest reasons to move. And it's a very simple move because you're still independent. Community, right? Community. Camaraderie. Yes. Um, downsizing is a big one. Yes. I'm thinking of reasons you, you go to that independent living style. Yes. Out-of-state family members, right? You live in Florida, but everyone else lives in Michigan. Right. You have no support group locally. That's it. The, the, yeah. the, the yeah. driver's license thing is a big one. So. Sure, sure. So that, that's a first step. And then, so, so then, right, IL, independent living, independent what's living. after that? So the next step would be AL, assisted living. And that's where you have, there's a license, they're licensed and inspected by the state. 
Okay, they can start to provide care. Um, I mean, the same thing the home health would be, you know, assistance with bathing, assistance ADLs, with dressing. activities of daily activities living. Activities of daily living, correct. We, we can't perform all of our, you know, bathing, dressing, toileting, eating, right? Is there one more in there? There's, there's five. It's funny. I, I used to have memorized. It's bathing, bathing cooking, cleaning, ambulation is a big ambulation, one. Yeah. Right. Ambulation, right. Walking around is right, ambulation. Right, but. right. So these communities, and there's three different levels of licensing for those, a standard license, I'm not really required to have a nurse on property. Means but I no have clinician on property. Correct. Yeah. But they'll have some med techs, they'll have some CNAs, and they can do some things, you know, bathe you, dress you, toilet you, give you your meds, but as long as your meds are oral. If you were a diabetic uh, with an insulin injection and you were having some memory issues and couldn't do that, they can't do that for you. They can't manage a catheter. They can't administer oxygen. You go to the next higher level, LNS, limited nursing services, they have a nurse that can do those things. And then the highest is ECC, and they can do feeding tubes. They can do a lot of clinical things that people don't realize. But it is assisted living. You live as independently as you can. You do as much for yourself as you can. They want you to do that. But there will be a personalized care plan where they come in and they fill in the gaps. So, so a couple things. Not complicated at all, right? You already you named three different licensure, where, what's the skill set, and this is where right. I'm going back to Oasis and what you do. Yeah. How complicated is this senior, right? How much help do they need? And you go and try to find a facility that's that's an AL, assisted living, right. and there's this 40 of them, right? What's safe? What's not safe? What's right. the complexities of this facility? Right. Again, I could talk about this stuff for sure. hours, and I try to chime in stuff, too. I hope to educate Jay, by the way. He looks at me like, what is this guy talking about? That's why I love him. But it's good. Do you have parents? Yes. Do you have grandparents? Well, I, no. Yeah. Okay. No grandparents. My mom is still alive. Is she, is she local? No, she lives in Georgia. Well, if mm-hmm. or when the time comes, I know a guy. His name's Dave. What's your company again? Oasis Senior Advisor. Okay, we're going to say that a bunch. But this, <laughs> this, is, this is helpful information. It really is for, I think, my generation— my parents still, but it, it's just, it's valuable. Okay. We got to, we got to throw in some, some cheesy jokes in there once in a while. Okay. Back, back to the, so we're at assisted living, right? And there's three different levels of that. And then you have skilled nursing and then you have, um, memory care, memory care, Let's go memory yeah. care next. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that, um, obviously we all lose, you know, we forget stuff. Okay. That, that's, I just turned 40 and I'm already having problems. Yeah. It's dangerous how much I forget. <laughs> Don't ask my wife. She'll get angry, but sorry. Yeah. Um, but memory care is, is a different animal altogether. Mm. And there are a lot of people in assisted living with mild cognitive impairment, and, and they can do fine. But some tipping points are mom doesn't really understand the activity calendar and, and really can't pick out things to go to. Or, you know, there's four ladies sitting at lunch and three of them are chatting away and one isn't because she can't keep up. So mom's starting to realize um, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable and kind of withdraws. So now the benefits of being in assisted living start to fall aside because she's starting to cocoon herself. Mm. That's a good tipping point to say she would be better served in memory care where the activities are designed for her cognitive level. The other people in memory care are in a similar situation so she can actually commune and bond with them. But the whole environment there is set up to try to reach her where she is, to engage her and give her some life as opposed to being the outsider that, that, that isn't in tune with anybody else around them. That's a huge thing to put them into an environment where they're, where they're understood and they're recognized and they're catered to in a way that, that is meaningful for them. 
and that's memory care. And the the difficulty, so again, think about this. You live in this 2,000-square-foot house. You love it. You got memories there. Life changes. You downsize, and you go to independent living, Mm -hmm. and you move there. That's a big move, big change, right? Big move. Then you change a little bit to assisted living, and and then memory care, right? There's these stages of life that happen what on a weekly basis how many how many people do you see a week that are going through this or a month i mean yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm seeing 20 people a week it's <laughs> typically my open client base uh, that, that that come come through and at various stages and most of them you know it is very typical you know mom's digging her heels in saying i'm going out feet first i'm not yep. leaving this i had a client yep. you know but very recently like that and and the family came to me half my clients are the adult children and half my clients are the seniors themselves. And this family came to me and they said, Dave, Dave, we got to kind of do this on the lowdown. We're, we're fearful for our mom. She, you got to hide she, this from the actual yeah, So client. we're going to go out yeah. and we're going to scope, scope these places out and hopefully figure out how to get mom. But she's told us many times, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm going out <laughs> feet first. And then she's adamant about this. And they were all terrified of her. I have and, seen a, a senior with brass knuckles one time. We came in, she's ready to, she's ready she to go. Ready to no, take you out. That's not true at all. <laughs> But, you know, part of our process is what I call an intake. And we sit and we, we talk with the family. Tell me about mom. You know, is she a foodie? Is she crafty? Or dad. We should say mom also or dad. dad. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, do they play, do they like to play card games? Do they like to do puzzles? Are they spiritual? You know, are they bridge players? Are they, you know, uh, discussion groups? Are they political? What, you know, tell me about them. What did they used to do that they're not doing so much anymore? And then that we can have a chance of maybe reengaging. So we do all that and kind of set up. <laughs> So we, we went through all that process and with this family. And so I identified, you know, we're, we're matchmakers. So I identified three or four communities. I thought, you know, if we have any chance with her, these would be the ones that most closely match who she is and what she's doing. Took the family around and they liked them. They liked them. But the last one we went to, and I kind of was saving the best for last. That's it was, a good salesman, it, by it, the way. It was a assisted living a community, but the apartments used to be independent apartments. So there was a full kitchen. Mm. There was a full refrigerator. Which goes it a long felt way. Yep. residential. Yep. Okay. And they walked in and said, this is assisted living. It says, yes, this is assisted living. This, this looks like any other. It says, yes, exactly. And But all the support, all the stuff was there. And uh, they said, you know, we think mom would like this. And uh, when I offer, I always offer, look, if you're having trouble, let me come and meet mom. Because you guys as, as kids, they're not going to listen to you. You can say this stuff all day long, and you're the kid. So the I can come in as the outsider yep. and say the exact same thing you said, and they'll say, "Okay, I'll go look," because that's all. I, all I'm there to do is say, "Can I get you to come tour?" Because this generation has the paradigm of "Don't put me in the home," because of what these places used to be like, and oh, that's, what's, talk about that that's what's in their mindset. Don't put me in the home. So if I can get them, I said, "My service is free, no cost or obligation. Let's go look at one." And let you see what it is. And typically their eyes open up and they say, oh, my gosh, this is nice. Gosh, the people are nice here. It doesn't stink and all this kind of stuff. So they got her long, They got her there. She walked around and liked it. She says, yes, I want to Sign me here. up. Sign me up. And, and boom, happy story. I love right, specific examples, adult children going to multiple facilities. And you're like, this is the one we want to end at. Mm-hmm. You said a couple things and immediately I, I like to take notes when we're sitting down here. There is a personalized touch to what you do. Right. You, you know all these communities, facilities, which is kind of a, a negative term, which we'll get to that in a second, how different mm-hmm. they are now. Because I've seen some of them are – I'd live in yes. – <laughs> they're unbelievable. So a personalized touch is a big mm-hmm. deal for you, right? Mm-hmm. You spend a ton of time and effort 
doing this research, you, you probably know everywhere who's at what, you know, what location and where's the place to go and what's not. We got to talk about this before the first break. Everyone hears the term free and they're like, eh, I don't believe it. I know it. So, yeah. so you, when you meet with a family, you don't go in there. It's like, Hey, I'm going to need 200 bucks an hour to drive around to show you this. And let me, there's nothing. You come yeah. in, you get to know them. What's the situation. And I think it's important for people to know. So it's free. What you're doing is free, but you, yes. you've got to make a living. So how are you getting, you know, yeah, new families question. in and, and right. compensated? Right. So the communities, we have contracts with all the communities. Um, they pay us a, a referral fee for bringing a client in. They all pay us the same. So it doesn't matter to us which one we go to. And it's sort of like working with a realtor, but one key difference. If you put your house on the market with a realtor, put your house on the market for sale by owner. Three to six percent. Okay. But if you go by owner, I'm going to list it for 350. Okay. I don't sell it. So now I go to a realtor. The realtor is going to tack on, what, $30,000. So now it's going to be 380. So the buyer ends up paying for the realtor. Mm -hmm. Our first paragraph of our contract with every community is your prices are your prices. You cannot charge my clients anything different than what you charge someone off the street, or it's not free. And they're happy to do it because they know if I'm bringing a client that I've already done the research. First, they can afford it. Can you imagine how much time they spend with people that just walk in the door that can't even afford what they're doing? I know. I, I okay. mean, I, so they can afford it, that their clinical needs match up with what they can provide, and that I've also done a cultural um, you know, match that they're likely to be a long-term resident because they're going to fit in with the culture and activities that are going on in that community. So, they know, so they're happy to see... <clears throat> my clients, and they're happy to pay the fee. Man, the, the first half flies by every time. I'm like, man, we're running out of time here. Bunch to cover in the second half. Um, Got to talk about Medicare, right? Well, how, how that works. Excuse me, Medicare and Medicaid. I think yeah. it's important for people yeah. to understand how that works. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about the differences between independent, assisted, et cetera. We got that. Yeah, we didn't What's, get to skilled. We'll hit skilled after. Okay. Good call. What's the name of your company again? Remind me. Um, I forget. Oasis uh, I'm kidding, Dave Stevens. I, Look, I, I cannot <laughs> recommend this gentleman enough on, on a variety of reasons. <sighs> Unless you want to play him in tennis, stay off the court. This man humbled me. It was hysterical. <laughs> I still tell that story all the time. But um, Dave Stieglitz, Oasis Senior Advisors. Thanks for a fun first half, right? Yes, um, we'll see you in a few minutes after these commercials. I don't know what they, they'll sound like, but um, Dave Stieglitz, Oasis Senior Advisors. All right, welcome back to the second half of What the Health Just Happened. This week, we have none other than Dave Stieglitz with, what's the company? Oasis Senior Advisors. That's like a, that was a little, it's Oasis Senior Advisors. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Um, so, so first half, if you missed it, we'll, we'll share it on, on spot up Apple and Apple pop fi. I don't know all those podcasting. And we were like, we like close, to repurpose close. these and YouTube some, I don't know. We do, we repurpose these, but if you missed the first half, um, Dave, my, my goodness, assisted living, independent living, skilled nursing, which we haven't hit, um, memory care, this world of the senior population, how do you navigate where to go, when to go? It was a lot. 
it was a lot. And, and again, I think you'll, you'll come back and talk more. Maybe we can be more specific. But before we get into the second half of the serious stuff, right, we're going to talk about Medicare and Medicaid. Um, how do patients pay for it, right? You, you talk about VA benefits and there were some other things. Got to talk about the internet scams that are out there. Hmm. We do a little segment on here that I call healthy or not healthy. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question, healthy or not healthy, and you have to define why it is healthy. Okay. And I try to okay. argue the counterpoint, whether or not, it, typically I agree <laughs> with the person, sometimes he'll chime in. These are not prescripted. So healthy or not healthy, the pickleball craze. Healthy. Okay. Anything that can get people out active and doing and getting them engaged. Um, people have really taken to pickleball. Um, now, sure, you can get injured on the court and things like that, and you can get injured walking across the street. Yeah. But anything that gets you out healthy and moving and getting your muscles going, absolutely healthy. Okay, I love that. I thought you were going to say unhealthy because, again, I'm going to always tennis. go back to this tennis story when Dave just schooled me on the court, <laughs> man. My goodness. Okay, healthy or not healthy? <clears throat> hmm. Embarrassing someone younger than you on the tennis court. Very healthy for me. I was going to say, that was definitely how these over there smiling. <laughs> Made okay. me feel so good. <laughs> so yeah, I'm only, what am, how old are you? I just turned 40 last Thursday. Okay, so I got 28 years on you. No. Yes. Now you even feel worse, Dave, don't you? I, I, now I'm doing math, which is unhealthy, my math skills. <laughs> I thought you were like 55. Yeah, sorry. No, that's great. Yeah. So clearly, well, well, I'll tell you what is healthy. Dave Stieglitz with, <laughs> what's the company? Oasis Senior Advisor. Now we're talking. <laughs> okay. Last, healthy or not healthy? The maze of helping seniors find the right place to go. Very rewarding. Exceedingly rewarding. When, when, when you're out in the, in the communities touring another family and someone that you placed that was one of those heel, dig, heel dug in, I'm going out feet first, and they see you and they come up and give you a big hug and say, Dave, I'm having so much fun. I should have done this years ago. Thanks for helping me. That, that, that's heart healthy. Oh, I love it. So, so I am an emotional human being. I get, I get mm -hmm. so far every episode I've had my arms, mm -hmm. my arm hair stand up. That, that's one of them because, again, I love this world. I'm still going through it. Give us a story or two where you're like, Man, you walked in the door, and you're like, this is going to be bad. And then a day, a week, a month later, you're like, wait a second, this was great. I had uh, <clears throat> one of my early clients, it was a couple, and they were living in Queens Harbor. And I go in, I get called in. Um, he has dementia. He was the one that always ran all the financials and all this mm. stuff and, and did everything. Um, and she was being eaten up with cancer, but <sighs> she still had her mind about Jeez. it. Um, so we go in and sit, sit with her. Um, we get into the numbers, uh, turns out they don't have a whole lot of income and he put a reverse mortgage on the house mm. announced to her. So now even the value of the house is gone. Um, and she's just, she's just lost. She says, I gotta, I gotta find a safe place before I go for him. And, um, I asked her, I said, uh, is he a veteran? Did he ever serve in the military? She says, yes, he did. I said, was he active duty during one of the war periods? She said, yes, he was. I says, well, I've got a little over $2,000 a month in benefits from the VA that will help pay for assisted living. And with what you've got plus that, we can find a place for you guys. And she just, she just broke down. She looked at me and, and asked, 
you know, are you an angel sent from God? Of course, my wife was sitting next to me. She says, no, he's not. <laughs> but it, it, uh, we got them placed. Um, it was, and, I mean, she was, the inner strength that she had, she, I just will never forget her. Uh, she was being eaten up, the inner strength she had. We got them in there. I went to visit them uh, a week after they moved in, and she had become bedridden, and within two more weeks she was gone. It was her mission oh, to get him somewhere where she knew he would be safe after she was gone, and then she was at peace, and and that was it. But that's amazing you know, that's story. Why we do what we do. I know, and Dave, I, I'm like, well, we got to go upbeat a little bit, but it's not. That's the world. That's the world you live and work <laughs> and play in, right? It it, which is rewarding. It is. I love yeah. that story. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. That was one of your first. One of my early ones. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. how long ago was that? Um, eight years. We've been so doing you, this eight years. Which again, yeah. this is going back to what's the name of the company? <laughs> Oasis Senior. Oh, I love doing that. Every guest. Um, You've been doing this for a long time, right? Eight years. Yes. You've seen um, directors and owners come and go, facilities opening, probably close. You went through COVID. COVID was a whole nother story where you can't even go in to tour. How can you find a place if you can't even go in to tour? So, you know, we kind of adjusted. I did what I call parking lot tours. Come meet me in the parking lot. We'll get someone to come out of the building. You get at least a little flavor of of what it's like, you know, to that. But our service was so much more important to find the right place when they can't even go in and tour. What a tough couple of years. I, I try not to talk about COVID, but you, you can't because we, you know, that was going on. But yeah, I, I happened yeah. to transition out of that space. Right. Prior to that, I just cannot fathom. I don't even know. You got caregivers coming. It just, I can't fathom. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. You had done a little transition there. I wonder if it was an intentional, right? So how are families funding this, especially the military component, which is a big sure, deal, right? Because sure. it's not, and then the cost, what is the cost of going to independent assisted or skilled or um, memory care, et cetera? Sure. I'd say the the bottom end is is right around $3,000 a month. So the lowest bottom of the barrel you can get a little under that, but that that's that's the 20, name. 2500 to okay. 300, 2500 to 3000. That's more than okay. My mortgage or rent. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Now, yeah. remember, it no, includes I'm, meals, I'm, electric, water, cable, transportation, neck. There's not a whole lot to spend money on once you're in there. But still, I mean a lot of people taught, retired with, you know, social securities at 1200, 1500. You know, they aren't they aren't within $1000 of this number. You know, how do you do that? Luckily, I mean, this is a big military area, So, mm -hmm. but a lot of our veterans, especially their surviving spouses, don't know about the aid and attendance pension. A surviving spouse, someone who was married to a veteran at the time of his death, did not have to be married while he was in the military, mm -hmm. but was married to him at the time of his death and did not remarry. And, you know, and she has need for assisted living. The aid and attendance pension will chip in $1,433 a month. That's it's a difference maker. Yeah. How a much? Significant fourteen hundred and thirty-three dollars a month. A single veteran, it's twenty-two hundred plus. A married veteran, it's over twenty-four hundred. Uh, toward the cost of assisted living, it's it's a difference maker for families. Let me let me try to repeat it back to you. So, uh, as a listener who hears this and is like, wait a second, and again, we'll always funnel them towards mm -hmm. you and your organization. If you were active duty military towards any. Active war period, right? World Didn't War One, Didn't have to serve two. in theater. We don't have any more World War One guys. Well, but yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, good yeah. point. But yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you didn't have to serve in theater. Oh you could have been in Europe during Vietnam, or could have been stateside supporting things during okay. Korea. But if you were active duty for at least ninety consecutive days, and one of those days corresponded with the official war period, 
Korea was like uh, 51 through January of 55. Vietnam started in August of 64 through some date in 75. And then the Gulf War. I'm starting to get some Gulf War guys now too, which is still which is ongoing. Crazy, yeah. But yeah, if, if just one of your days corresponded uh, and you have an honorable discharge, then you're eligible as the veteran. So so husband and wife, they, they are eligible for how much? As a married veteran, if the if the veteran is the one that needs care, uh, it's over $2,400 a month. Okay. And then let's say the, the widow instance, right? Yes. How much? $1,433 a month. And, and explain why that's that's a lot that makes a big deal. Well, sure. Yeah. She's got $1,500, $1,600 in Social Security. Now, with that 1400 on top, she's right there in that $3,000 sweet spot. Ding dong. That's yeah. a big deal. It's a big deal. So what are other ways? And again, it's... How's your retirement? What money do you have? How are they funding this? Because it's, right, I mean, again, right. end of life, how, how are you getting there? Can you afford to stay in these places so, that, that are necessary and much needed? Yeah. Even people that have <clears throat> savings. My strategy is I want, to, I want to find you a place that can be paid for with sustainable income. I don't like to place people upside down because now you've got, you know, you've got a fixed pool and you're starting to drain that. And when it runs out, then what are you going to do? So I like to place people... And I like to create a sustainable income, whether it's through the VA benefit, layering some Medicaid on top. If they've got a home, um, there is an asset limit for the VA. So if you sell your home, you'll most likely be over the asset limit. But I encourage people, think about renting your home. Now you're doing two things. You're generating more income and you're preserving the value of that asset. Um, and a lot of people don't want to get to that hassle. So I, I've got property management companies that take the hassle away. But it's all about building a stacking up income sources to get to the point that you can comfortably afford all this um, without being upside down and draining your savings. Okay. <clears throat> I make jokes. I have no idea what our audience is yet, right? We're starting. I love this. It's my favorite hour of work per week. I just enjoy it. I love this conversation. I will play this episode in the future, too. I'm pretty sure. By the way, 104.5 WOKV, 7 p.m., that's when it airs. Do you know who listens to the radio at 7 p.m. at 104.5 WOKV? Seniors. Or or no yeah. one. That's what I'm, I love. I, I'm self-deprecating. <laughs> Either no one or senior. This, this yeah. is great content. We've asked yeah. a couple medical, Medicare stuff, but <clears throat> you're coming back, right? Sure. Okay. We're going to Medicare. Go ahead. does not pay for assisted living. That was a big Many one. Many people think it does. Medicare does not. Medicaid will pay, chip in maybe $1,200. It's a fixed amount, okay? And so that's not the end all. And, and not all assisted livings are licensed with Medicaid. And it's typically the lower end ones that are. If we can avoid Medicaid, I try to do that because we can get you into the better places. So for someone who's, who thinks, oh, I've got Medicare, this is great, I'll go to this yeah. location for XYZ, Not happening. they don't pay for this. Do they pay for skilled nursing? They pay for short-term rehab. When mom breaks that hip and she goes from the hospital <laughs> to rehab, stuff. that is paid for by Medicare up to 100 days. We'll say how many days? Up to 100 yep. days. Yeah, then the first what? 20 are no copay. The next 20 are a 20% copay. And when you're talking $600 a day, that's a pretty hefty copay. That's a lot of money days 20 through 40, make sure that your little plug, make sure your Medicare policy has a, a provision to cover that copay. Can't tell you how many people I run into thought they had a great Medicare policy, 
guess what? It doesn't pay a penny surprise. toward the company. Surprise. Surprise. Yeah, not a good surprise. Yeah. And then it goes to 40%, and then it goes to 60%. Okay. I, I have to go a little, little silly again to, to yeah. smile. There you go. He's smiling over there. This, this is a serious topic, by yeah. the way. Yeah. What we're talking we're about, it's fun. not, it's not exciting. I work in health insurance, by the way, employee mm-hmm. benefits for companies. It's like talking about, I don't know, paint drying. It's yeah. not fun, but it's important, right? <laughs> yes. As is this topic. Are you a sports fan? A little bit, yes. Are I mean, again, yes, besides no, playing them, college like, who, football. Who's your it. team? Seminoles. You're, oh, that's right. We did yes, talk about this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. In a world full of Gators, it's nice to buy. How how did I forget that? Uh, We've talked about this. I think I mentioned. I got too. a home for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we do. You still live in the same neighborhood. Yes. We're, we're, I, yes, I should have said neighbor as the intro, mm-hmm. right? Um, I always say, hi, mom, I love you, because she listens to these. It cracks me up. She yeah. was uh, the trapeze lady at Florida State. I always tell that oh, story. Yeah, that's my circus. Yes. She was in my, yes, my mom was in the circus. circus. That, that's, that's messed up. Okay. College football, what, what else besides? I want these people to who, who listens to know you, right? Tennis, we talk about that. Yeah. Um, family, faith. I think I've seen you at church once or twice, once or twice. right? Every now and then when, when you decide to darken the door. No, I'm, I'm there often. <laughs> it's just weird. I'm chasing children down. So. Yeah. What else? Tennis? Yeah, tennis. I mean, college sports. College sports. Uh, family. I've got I've got three grandsons. What? And, uh, yep, yep. They're awesome too. At yeah. 55? Uh, yes. <laughs> 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 they're the best. You spoil the heck out of them, give them back to mom and dad. That is, but, uh, I'm sad. Yeah. yeah no, That's I love what my it. uncle my, does. Yeah, That's I've uncle? Got, yeah. Yep. I've got an eight and a nine year old, and they're playing flag football. And they always come over and say, Grandpa, Grandpa, throw me the ball. I want to run roots. I want to run roots. Oh, my so gosh. So got them out there. And, and uh, yeah. Where do they play flag football, by the way? Uh, they I-9? play in the uh, JCA League. Um, and it's on yeah, I-9. And then the games are at Bowles. Nice okay, that's yeah. a different league. My, my yeah. son is eight. We play flag football every Saturday. We got yeah. a game this Saturday in I-9. I love it. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Okay. How much time we got left? We got uh, nine minutes. Nine minutes. Okay. Dave, I, I could I could talk about this for hours. What's something that you want to get across? Because I want to save time for these last yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. I like the fun stuff, which I could do. Yeah, we could talk yeah. fun the whole time. Yeah. yeah. What's there's something like things, I need there, people to hear and yeah, know this? There's Go ahead. two points I want people to understand. I, I, I briefly mentioned about the internet. Oh, there yeah. are some places on the internet that they have these wonderful commercials and they sound all wonderful. <sighs> but what is it heartbreaking. is, this is it's heartbreaking. a call center. And, and, and they're deceptive. You go on and you think you're Googling, you think you're clicking on a community. And they capture that and they redirect you and they put a pop-up box and says, give us your name, phone number, email, and, 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 and your personal representative will get in touch with you. And here's what they do. So it's a call center somewhere, who knows where. This person talks to you for a little bit and, and they've never been to Jacksonville, much less set foot in any of these communities to know any difference. And they use the spaghetti on the wall approach. What they do is they get a little bit of information. They vaguely know some price points. And then they send your contact information out to 15 or 20 communities. And then the feeding frenzy starts. Who's the highest they bidder? they all yep. start calling Goodness you. Goodness gracious. And this typically so when angry. I talk to the marketing people at the communities, you know, they come back from a tour or something like that. Then they see the lead uh, from the internet company. And it's a love-hate thing. Well, I love to get them, but I know if that lead is more than 10 minutes old, here's how the phone call is going to go. Who are you and why are you calling me? Because of how many calls have they got? Because of how many calls they've got. In 10 minutes. Yes, yes. And so it's stay away. <laughs> Do not put your information in to any call, any any pop-up box on the internet ever. I want to okay? You can I snoop around, but do not give your contact can, information. Contribute out. to this because there's so many scams out there for, for everyone. 
who's the one Googling this info and putting in info? Is it actual senior going to location or is it adult child? Sometimes it I'm like, it's Man. both. It's probably the adult children are more into Google than the seniors, but there are some seniors. I had a lady call me and she had mild cot. She already had some dementia. And she made a mistake of, of, of getting on and getting sucked into this. And she called me in tears. Oh, these places are calling me and I don't know what. The, I mean, she was just, she was totally overwhelmed and broken down. I says, calm it, down, calm it down. infuriates me. I met with her. <clears throat> we went around and, and, and I found the right match for her. But yeah, it's just, it's abusive. It's abusive. And you, you can't get them to stop. But yeah, so that, that's point number one. Second point is, again, you think that all these places are the same. Okay, and you think that you can go in any one of them, you're going to get good care. Okay, I'm here to tell you, there are places out there I don't step foot into because they change executive directors every 12 months. Name them right now on the they, air. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they change directors of nursing. They have, I don't understand these companies that run these things and they're turning over the top all the time. Why? You can't, I don't know. It makes no sense. Uh, that that Because you can't establish any continuity of care. You can't establish any culture you mean then then if they're turning over at the top, they're turning over at the bottom, and the residents pay the price. And I say to myself, oh, you know, man, you show me that you're going to stabilize this place, and I'll start bringing you clients again. But we do what's the eighty twenty rule? We do eighty percent of our placements into twenty percent of the communities that are out. You know there. the name of that principle? It's the eighty twenty rule. It's per, it's Pareto or Pareto? Do you, could you have access to Google? Yeah. The Pareto principle, it, the eighty okay. twenty rule. Yeah, I love that's Applied how it's every stuff, business. Eighty percent yeah. of your revenue comes from twenty percent of your. Anyways. Sure, sure. But yeah, 80% of our placements and because, and, and the other thing we do for, you know, if I've got community A and community B and they're both very good, they're good, stable communities and stuff, but community A is charging a thousand dollars a month more than community B. I'm going to community B. I, I try to find the best deals for my clients. Of course. And, okay. So those of that course. are doing the best care at the best price is where I take my clients. And in this age of healthcare staffing crisis. Oh boy. That's another hour long conversation by the way. The and, and there's there's a lot of them that just horrible job. They're bringing in temp staff, you know, into memory care that don't have mess. any training. It's it, a it mess. Was horrible. I'm not so trying to go doom and gloom, but it, it can is, be very yep. dangerous out there. And and but I know the places we know the places that have stable management that are doing a good job. And that's where we take our clients. I think a big thing to re reiterate facilities matter. Right. Licensure, you know, the executive yeah. directors, yeah. DONs, yeah. director yeah. of nursing, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. So we have a saying in Oasis. Anybody can find a room. We're going to find you a place where you can engage and thrive and have a life. Okay. Say it again. Anybody can find a room. We're going to match you up with a place where you can engage and thrive and have a life. This it, is where you're going to live. It's, it's you know, home. You spend yeah. a lot of time finding the home that you're going to live in. You ought to spend the same time in research finding the community that you're going to live but in. But who's already done that research? Who uh, knows it front to back? What's the name of the company again? Uh, Oasis. 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 We got the places. Yeah. I like that. Okay. <laughs> we got a couple minutes left. I always ask the same two questions to wrap up. Do you want to do both or you want to go back to more Oasis stuff? Your choice. You're the boss. I'm not the boss of anyone, First, man. Yeah. Definitely not my kids yeah. or the yeah. dog that my wife got that doesn't listen. I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first one's really important. If you look at your industry, right, one, three, five, ten years from now, what is a healthy change that you'd like to see in your space, your industry? I would like to see the Medicaid assisted living waiver become more needs-based instead of a fixed amount. I got somebody with $900 in Social Security, 
and I throw the 1200 from Medicaid on top, I still can't put them anywhere. So those people go to skilled nursing. We never did get into skilled nursing. Oh, yeah. But they go to skilled nursing where the cost is ten to $12,000 a month. But you know what? Medicaid pays the entire difference. So for a number of reasons, including taxpayer pockets, if you just gave me another 1000 on the waiver, I could find assisted living where they would be happier and better suited. They don't need to be in skilled nursing. And we're saving $8,000 a month from the taxpayer. And you've put the client in a better place. Jeez, that's so, another hour long. Yeah, this yeah. is, and I tried to call my you know my representatives and stuff. And when I say I want to talk about Medicaid, I never hear from them again. But that's that's what <laughs> I would luck. love to to see is is a, is a, a reform in the Medicaid assisted living waiver program. Again, the time flies. Every yeah. single time we're on here, like wait a second, that's it. Um, yeah. Real quick, one more time, Dave Stieglitz, what's the name of the company? Oasis, Oasis, we oh. got the places. <laughs> what's the website? <laughs> By the way, does a, another uh, live show, that we'll plug that real quick before we yeah. wrap it up. Yeah, so yeah, oasisjacks.com, and uh, on BuzzFeed TV, we, we tape a show uh, called Caring About Seniors, and it airs on uh, at ABC at noon on Sundays, as well as a variety of other podcasts uh, or uh, YouTube and places like that. You still want me on after this? I do. Okay. I want you okay. to dress appropriately. No, we'll we'll have a good time if you <laughs> you may not I won't be welcome back, but I I don't even know what to say right now. This topic is near and dear to my heart for a variety of reasons, including being in it currently with my granddad and um previously my grandmother. Again, we we've gone through it. Dave Stieglitz Oasis, this is incredible, right? It's it's a complicated topic. It's it's expensive. I mean, again, it's perfect for what the hell just happened. So thank you for joining us. Can't wait to have you back. And that, my friends, is what the health just happened. 104.5 WOKV.